Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the 107 Podcast with myself and my co-host, Ash. Uh, today, we will be running through, essentially, we've been talking about it for, oh God, how long have we been talking about it now? At least four or five episodes. At least four. Of, so yeah, it must so have been over two months. Almost two months, yeah. Uh, but essentially, we set each other the task of coming up with a circuit to race in a brand new location for Formula One. Let's say, for example, they get rid of, I don't know, Miami. Yay! Uh, <laughs> and so what they then do is they task the two of us, for some reason, uh, the FIA <laughs> to task the two of us with coming up with an alternate track uh, it can be wherever, however, we can't have raced there before. Those were the rules. And uh, yeah, here's here's what we've we've come up with. Ash, would you like to present your screen and bye, bye, go bye, bye, first? Bye. Uh, for audio like listeners, to. we will do our absolute best um, to describe this. However, if you are listening via Spotify, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, you have the opportunity to watch it as well. If not, please feel free to go onto YouTube, but we will do our best to visually describe our tracks. Yep. Okay, here we go. Now, my location is Hong Kong. Oh, Hong Kong. Uh, okay, nice. Hong Kong. And it's going to be a night race. Of Hong course, Kong yeah. Night, nice. So I will bring it up here. And I've, I've got some cool little, cool little things in there that pay homage to uh, another track and also just something to make it a little bit different. So, can you see I, my... So, we can see your screen. I'm very confused. You've got the whole of a roundabout <laughs> highlighted, which makes a very mean, so interesting I, reading. I used Apple Maps to essentially do a loop, right? But I, I will talk you through the track. So, All right, cool. Yeah, essentially, it's got a loop. The roundabout wouldn't be a roundabout. You'd have whatever. It would be sectioned off. I was just really off. confused if you were... Right. So, we start up here. So, this is the start-finish straight. And Golden Bell, I don't even know how to say that, Balhinia Square, right? So you start up here, leads you into a U-turn, and you go up and you take a left down to the straight and up to the roundabout. Then it's a left, quick left, and then a quick right, and then a very, very, very long straight. So lots of overtaking opportunities. Nice, nice. Into a hard left, and then straight down, and then another hard left, and then about... 50% of the length of the longest straight we just have. Again, going down with some few kinks and stuff, but it's fairly straight. And to another hard left and hard right again. So it's really hard on the tires. Yeah. And another shorter straight. And this is my little homage to Suzuka. Okay. So this is where the track will crisscross. So you'll go underneath and then over here. Ah, there's a bridge there. Yes. Okay, lovely. And then you go over, short right, back towards the roundabout. And then back towards the start finish straight, but we turn left here, and then it's another left, and then you go through this giant expo, which just adds a little bit more drama because okay, it's just yeah. a giant building with the sure. cars coming through. Yeah, and I thought that would improve the sound because the sound waves that bounce off the roof yeah. and around, and that leads you back into the start finish straight. Nice. So the length of this is just about a little bit shorter than Spa, and yeah, so it'll be a night race. It's by I don't know if this is a lake or an ocean or a sea. And just also, you'd have the Victoria skyline, where, you know, where the Batman building is, you know, where he jumps off. Yes. In the dark night, where he jumps off. So you'd nice. have that and skyline. Lovely. So it's kind of like a mix of like Singapore and Suzuka 
and Baku, but with the backdrop of like loads of skyscrapers. And yeah. Nice. I think also after the after the roundabout that you've got here, there's a very very long straight, which reminds me of almost if you were to do uh, Baku from the start finish line backwards. Do yeah. you see what I mean? It's a super long straight, and then it's uh, two quite tight left-handers yeah. uh, back into a little bit of a windy street section. I quite like that actually. Yeah, um, I thought because it's a street circuit, uh, we've got to have at least two opportunities for overtaking. Yeah, which you have. So you've got the really, really long straight here, and then you've got this uh, semi-short straight here. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I don't like with it being a street circuit is it's not really many flowy corners. Yeah. So you have it a little bit. Um, I was thinking if they could, they would make this section a little bit like Australia. Is it turn 12 and 13? You know, they've got the quick left and right. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. So that could be like that, and then something similar again here. Um. But yeah, that that is that is my circuit, and I'm nice. pretty proud of it. No, it's yeah. not bad. I'm not complaining at all. And you said it was about the same. Did you say it was the same length as Spa? It's slightly shorter than Spa. Slightly shorter. Okay, cool. Yeah, and like you said, if you can see here, I tried to get a 3D view, but you can see like the Bank of China Tower, yeah, or these skyscrapers. So you'd also mm. have the noise just reverberating off that. Nice and also awesome views. Imagine if you're in one of these buildings and you have a ticket yeah. to see the cars. <laughs> Just really high ground. Um, and yeah, like there's a bit of greenery. You've got this water feature here. Water feature sounds like a garden. Huh. But yeah, that was uh, that was my circuit. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So at the moment, it probably suits a Red Bull. This guy. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, most tracks suit the Red Bull at this point in time, but yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was it. And I'm quite proud of this little expo drive here where it's like a little internal bit. That was inspired by Abu Dhabi. You know, when they exit the pit lane and they go under and yeah. out again. I was like, why not have it as like a racing part, you know, going at racing speeds? It's a little bit short, so they won't be at full throttle. But yeah, still. I, I remember, I think it was last year, year before when they were talking about that in the commentary. They said that they're surprised nobody's crashed in the tunnel before. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you crash in the tunnel, the whole pit lane's closed. You can't. There's nothing that's a, you can that's do. That's a red flag. That's a complete yeah, red, red flag. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that is my circuit. Nice. I think comparing mine to yours, mine's a little bit more basic for the majority of it. Um, okay. But Show us what I you have, got. I have got similar-ish vibes. Um, I mean, is yours a street circuit? Yes. You're kind of limited by... Yeah, this okay. is the thing. I think that if if we're asked to randomly come up with a city or a place like yeah. that, there aren't that many places that already have pre-existing tracks. So, I mean, there's really not a lot we could do in terms of street circuits anyway. So, yeah. but um, yeah. Uh, all nice. right, so what I will do is I will very quickly... Oh, okay. So, wow. I've gone this downtown <laughs> Tokyo is what right. I've gone with. Uh, okay. I even went through That's the effort of Tokyo creating drift. a... Yeah, exactly. It's very Tokyo Drift-esque. I went through okay. the effort of creating a track map with sectors and everything. Um, and I'm reasonably proud of it. However, I, I do fully agree that the, uh, the, like the blue area of Section 2 and the yellow area of Section 3 could be quite simplistic. Um, however, 
I would argue so is most of Baku. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> anyway, but it goes through the like downtown area of Tokyo and like an area called Shibuya City. Um, and it actually does cross the iconic uh, like Shibuya crossing, like, you know, like the busiest road crossing in the world. Yeah. It goes right through that. Um, so the I've even gone ahead and calculated the 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 track length, which is four point two one kilometers, which is slightly shorter than Zanvort, but not by much. Uh, it would be seventy three laps, which is the minimum race distance that they could do because they have to do a minimum of three hundred and five. Uh, kilometers for the race distance uh formula e also had a proposed similar race um in downtown tokyo as well uh which is kind of cool so i will just very quickly show you this article um where this is not the right link for some reason it's not loaded up the right link and i don't know why anyway (laughs) you can see with the link it says formula e tokyo 2024 plans and then when you open it it doesn't work it gives you mistake. Good, right, awesome. Anyway, <laughs> but so Formula E had proposed like a similar sort of race slash not area, but a similar ish race in Tokyo. So it's not completely out of the picture type thing. Um, so so yeah, like I said, I'd I'd worked out uh, DRS zones and stuff as well, um, and also worked out where the start finish straight would be. Um, and also managed to... I grabbed a screenshot from from Google Maps that would actually show off that I put a little bit of thought into like where the pit buildings would need to be, where the uh, the pit lane would have to be as well, the start-finish straight, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and I picked this space specifically because it's already a national gymnasium, uh, meaning that they probably already have quite a lot of infrastructure there that the FIA would need as well. Um, and then also, I very weirdly, and I don't think it went very well, as you can see, I asked AI to create <laughs> how the track could potentially look. Um, and it didn't go particularly well, as you saw. Uh, but this is the famous crossing. So you could see the cars would actually cut right through here in the middle of the night in Tokyo. That would make some awesome like, photos. This is what I'm talking about. This is as iconic as you can get in terms of a Japan slash like japanese night race that is pretty much as iconic as you can get um and i'm pretty happy with how i managed to to navigate the the circuit itself i think if we go up again to the top uh image that i have um i think you can see that essentially there the first sector is very technical um and has quite a few right angled corners uh, so it could get pretty twisty turny, which might not be amazing for the bigger cars, maybe sort of for smaller cars, uh, but it could be quite interesting. Um, and then uh, Sector 2 actually has a little bit of a nice flow to it. It's not completely straight, uh, along with a DRS detection zone as well. Uh, and then a very, uh, it's almost smaller than 90 degrees, maybe like 80 degree corner left uh, down into another very, very long straight as well. Um, I also double checked, like, you know, like whether bridges or stuff cross it and stuff like that. But I'm also pretty happy with this, uh, purely from just the Shibuya crossing. Like, having that as part of the yeah. calendar, I would argue, is more iconic than the than the other parts of the the other parts of the, oh, like, the wow. yeah sorry i need to stop presenting uh your, I, your first sector is gonna have a lot of crashes yeah so that's that's <laughs> the only thing that i'm considering like considering like how 
you got the start of the race right there and then it's all of a sudden it's like left right right 90 degrees yeah so the run down to turn one was about 300 meters oh wow so it's it's pretty similar to hungary there's not a lot of run down to down to turn one um but it seems a little bit like singapore yeah a little bit yeah and it's just that left right left left right left yeah yeah it is it is remarkably similar um but uh but yeah that's that's mine as well there we go so i like how we both went for like southeast asia yeah i mean let's be honest it it just is more interesting like i would rather do something like that than have some race like in america like if they did a new york grand prix i wouldn't care as much but if they did like oh we're gonna do a street circuit in seoul in south korea i'm like hell yeah that sounds great um so i yeah i think i think it's awesome but uh yeah, I guess what we'll do is we'll post them up on the uh, up on the Instagram as well and uh, see what other people think. But I think I think we should vote, be vote proud of winner. ourselves. <laughs> yeah, let us know who the winner is. I guess uh, of the of this of this very random challenge. <laughs> I know, very very uh, random. It's good fun though. I, I I just realized it's a lot harder than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, because I I initially drew the track. And I was like, oh, it's it's only three kilometers long. We can't have, we I, can't I, have three kilometers. So I, I, I to... couldn't work it out. So I just randomly hit the points. I was like, yes, it's a it's a good length. Nice. Yeah. Good length. So yeah. That's what no, she said. It was it was good fun. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh yeah, awesome. So <laughs> there we go. Those are our those are our tracks. Um, like I said, if you were if you were listening via Spotify or whatever, hopefully you you will manage to see video if you so wish. Uh, but uh, if not, the video will absolutely be available on YouTube. Or if not, just imagine Formula One cars going full chat around downtown Japan and downtown. Did downtown Hong Kong even have it? Does Hong Kong even have it? Honestly, Chinese? I'd take either or because they're awesome. Yeah. Like both locations just are cool. That would be so cool. Um, and we both went for night races because yeah. the lighting would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, I guess a, a small follow-up as well. Let's say, for example, the FIA turns to us and goes, lads, we can't we can't do a street circuit. We've got we, we've got too many of them, which, let's be honest, they have. Uh, where would you like to take us if we, we weren't able to do a street circuit? So is there oh, a specific I- circuit that you would like to see Formula 1 go I- to? I uh, only because it's the one continent they don't have a race. Mm. Kiami, South Africa. I yeah. hope I said I, that. I think I think that's a that's a really good um that's so, a really so good choice. it becomes a truly global sport. Um, yeah. Is it Kiami or Kiami? Um Ki- Kiami? Yeah. That would be amazing. Just so they do North America, South America, Asia. Europe and now Africa as well. Yeah. Nice. Uh yeah, I, I completely agree. It's weird that we call it a global championship, but we don't race in Africa. Yeah. Um I think it'd be nice, obviously, if we had maybe a circuit in Northern Africa. Um or I mean, I know it's it's not technically Africa, but I mean Turkey's pretty close. But I mean the yeah. <laughs> just 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 race in Africa. I mean, we've got three races in the US. Do we really need three? No. So, do we really need two in Italy? No. So, flogs, 
pluck one of those and chuck in chuck in South Africa. Uh, and then if I had to pick, uh, I would actually like to chat to you a little bit about this. Uh, but I personally am looking at Balaton Park in Hungary. Okay, how do you spell that? I need to see this. So I can I can send you a link. That's not a problem at all. I will just very quickly drop it in the chat if I can remember how. I've I've got it up. Got okay, it up. cool. Um, yes, yes. But I think it looks awesome. It looks a little bit like the mm-hmm. Hungar ring as well. Uh, what you mean, like just the the photos itself or the actual track map? The track layout, if you reversed it, because it's if you reversed it, mm. you got the long straight to the right turn. Yeah. And that, yeah, it looks a little bit like Catalonia and Hungaring together. Yeah, it's, but, but I mean, I would argue that if it looks a bit like Catalonia and Hungaring, Hungaring, whatever, how bad of a track could it be? No, you can't, you can't judge it until. I, uh, honestly, it's brand new. Like literally, like it's uh, it's being launched, and apparently it is um, uh, it is trying to potentially poach the F one contract uh, from twenty twenty eight for the F one okay. uh, for the F one season as well. Ah. So it could potentially be that we see this track in twenty twenty eight. Anyway, uh, it's already launched with FIA level two standards. Um, but uh, it will be looking for like uh, grade one, which is obviously what FIA needs to race Formula One races at. Um, it will be looking at that in the near future. So I, th- I think I think there, why not? It's a brand new place. It would be cool also if we could alternate between Balaton Park and Hungoring. Oh, wow. So basically, mm. I was looking at an old version of the track. Ah, okay. Did you oh, look at the, so the, the thing I pinged you? Now I've looked at the one that you pinged me, mm. uh, which looks like a wishbone. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that. It, it looks decent enough, right? It doesn't look like they're, they've half-assed it. It also kind of reminds me a teeny tiny bit of Hockenheim. Yeah, it does. Like, like if you it. It, like yeah. Hockenheim almost has this like elephant with a very long trunk shape. Yeah, you've it, got straight flow, mm-hmm. straight flow, and you've got some straight. some sort of ninety degree corners in there yeah. as well. You've got two straight. and twelve, twelve and thirteen, and then a technical sector three. Yeah, yeah. I like this. I think it's nice. Yeah, I also oh. like the fact that the the goes. the bend from turn ten all the way down to turn twelve. Uh, because turn 11 is part of the straight that's quite nice as well because if you come out of turn 10 on one side by the time you get down to turn 12 you might be on the wrong side of the track type thing it's because of the because of the curve and like it feels like it's not as straightforward as just a straight straight if that makes sense i like that yeah you'd have to have a a good line through that yeah you'd have a really good line yeah to 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 keep an overtake let's say yeah Oh yeah, no, I like this. Mm. Let's yeah, see, no, uh, it's, see what happens with it in the future. It's pretty cool. I kind of hope that it gets added to like a set of course or something like that. I don't know if it is on there or not, but then I can actually give it a go and re- give it a bit of a review. But it looks decent enough. So I don't know if you managed to catch it or not at all. But did you manage to catch any of the twenty four hours of Le Mans? I did watch some of the highlights that they put on their YouTube page. Okay. So- I saw the Michael Fassbender crash. Uh, yes. Which is a shame. Yeah. Um, 
I saw when the track was quite wet and you'd see a few cars going off quite badly. Um, but yeah, big up to Ferrari though. Back at Le Mans and coming back with a win. Yeah, the Tifosi I'm have... Sure, I'm sure that Ferrari hypercar has no Formula One technology whatsoever. No, <laughs> no. That, no. that can be used in the Formula One. Car. How? Absolutely how? Not. Why would you even suggest such a thing? It's I know. very strange of you yeah. to have suggested uh, anything Oh, cost like cap. That. Let's enter Le Mans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only yeah. took them 50 years to win it, but they have won it. They have, one, uh, which is great. The car does look very pretty as well. Uh, yeah, the car is 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 gorgeous. Yeah, and it was a uh, tenth win for Ferrari as well. Um, but something that has been stealing headlines. Did you see that the red, white, and blue can turn right? <laughs> Did you see how? Uh, I'll be honest, right? Ferrari may have won it, but that NASCAR stock car won our hearts. It didn't win the race, but it won our hearts. Honest to God, they did such a good job. Uh, for those of you who don't know, essentially NASCAR have gone, we want to have a crack at this. Well, not NASCAR themselves necessarily. I think it was Chevrolet. Um, yeah, Chevrolet. And, uh, Chevrolet Penske or something like that? Penske, yeah. So they've managed to, to enter a stock NASCAR. They had to have their own class because nobody else bothered to... But technically, they won their class. Technically, they did finish first in their class. So congrats to that team. Um, but yeah, so they they managed to win hearts and minds, I think, um, during, during the 24 hours of racing. Why not? Um, it was brilliant. Jensen Button was in the car as well, uh, did a very good stint. Uh, I think he was in there for like seven of the 24 hours, which is pretty good. Uh, seven and a half hours, something like that. Um, and of course, Antonio Giovinazzi was part of the winning team for Ferrari as well, which is amazing. And that comes to one of the questions which I had, which is, and I think it's a very obvious question, a very obvious answer to my question, which is, would you rather be in a mid-team in Formula One, not really ever win any races, you might pick up a decent points like every now and again, like you know, like maybe a podium once, or would you rather win Le Mans? Uh, I'd rather be in Formula One. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'd rather win Le Mans. As much as like lots is banded around, it is the pinnacle of motorsport, and only twenty drivers at this point in time. Only twenty drivers can get into it. True. I actually had a question for you. Oh, okay. What would be your dream team Le Mans lineup? Uh, uh, that's a great question. Um, I I think I know who it could be. You know what? I'm going to write it down oh God, right, on a piece okay. of paper, and then we're going to see if I was right or not. Okay, fine. While you write that down, uh, I will just cover a few of the bits during the race. Obviously, there was a Michael Fassbender race, and then also Jack Aitken crashed within about two minutes, which was absolutely hilarious. Uh, nothing against Jack. However, it is funny uh, that you crashed within th literally within two, three minutes. Sorry, mate. Um, not that you're going to be watching this. Uh, uh, to be fair, it wasn't entirely his fault. It was cold tires uh, on a wet track surface. Um, not a whole lot you can do about it, to be completely honest. However, none of the other cars crashed on a cold track or a wet surface So with cold tires. So, I don't know, Jack. <laughs> you cost George Russell his first ever win in Formula 1. So, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with you. Um, learn to drive in the wet. It's not difficult. I've never crashed a car ever, let alone in the wet. So, yeah, of course you were going 
full chat. Oh, of course. Pushing the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is why you have all wheel (laughs) symmetrical drive in a Subaru, Anish. You can't fly off so, the road. Sorry. I, I know Subaru are banned from Formula One. Well, because we'd be too good. Unfair. We would yeah, just be like Subaru would just wipe the floor with the competition. I believe it's written <laughs> into the Concord Agreement that Subaru aren't allowed anywhere near Formula One. The, can you imagine can you a imagine, boxer engine in one of these can cars? Can you imagine a blue and gold Formula One car? I so, so I nice. have genuinely. <laughs> I designed. <laughs> a Subaru Formula One car, right? And I and I I have it somewhere. I would do my best to get you the photos because it looks gorgeous. Because those stars along, yeah, share along it on the, top the podcast. Of it, I will. Do you know what? I will come back next week and I will show you the the Subaru car that I designed because it looks phenomenal. It does, and also with the STI as well. It had like the purple like highlights to it as well. Oh, it was beautiful. I even worked out like what sponsors they would have and stuff like that. Like, oh, it was it was gorgeous. It, it, uh, oh. okay. Bellissimo, which I understand isn't Italian, isn't uh, Japanese, but there we go. All right, so you asked me about uh, my Dream Le Mans team. Yeah, your three drivers. Three drivers. So for a start, so so this is or like current. Like, if I had to put together a team for twenty twenty four. Current active drivers is what I'm Current going for. Current active drivers, yep. So first up has to be Fernando Alonso. He's won it twice. Okay. Has to be the first man in the car as far as I'm concerned. He's literally yeah. won it twice. Uh, has to be Max Verstappen. He has to get that triple crown. Just okay. It just has to happen. Um, and then... See, this is this is difficult for me because I want, I want to say Lewis, but I have a funny feeling that he might not play so well with Fernando and Max within <laughs> the same team. I just think that's a bit dodgy. Um, yeah. And I think you've either got to go Hulkenberg because he's he's won it previously, or you go with Lando. I think it's What's a, your choice? It's a toss-up between the two, but considering... I'd have to go Lando for the vibes. Yeah, well, it's Max, it's obvious. That's who I'd pick. Max, I, Lando, Fernando. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, but it's I was like, when you start like, saying Lewis, I was like, oh, he's thought about it a lot more. And the, the papaya glasses. And the papaya tinted glasses are on. Uh, no, and then I you just, were like, Lando or Nico. And I was like, Oh my god, he's actually not going to pick Lando. Well, see, I you ha- you have to throw Nico into the into the equation purely because he's won yeah. it before, um, yeah. and you also you kind of have to throw Giovinazzi into the into the equation as well because he's now won it too. Uh, an outside choice, if obviously you know Le Mans allowed Subaru to take part, <laughs> uh, you have to maybe even throw Travis Pastrana into that equation too, um, because he's also done like a decent amount of like that sort of road slash endurance racing as I well. I think I'd put, so. I'd put Charles in there. Charles would be a good shout too. He was there over the weekend too. He was there over the weekend, So, yeah. So there is I that. He did quite well. Um, and yeah, it, it was just incredible to see Ferrari actually use something called uh, strategy, I believe it's called, uh, in Marinello. Uh, yes. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, it's a new invention for them. Um, but yeah, I I think the Ferrari team did amazingly well. But the true winner will be that Camaro. 
It just is. Have you seen the controversy around safety cars at Le Mans? Yeah, because it was technically, I think they said it was something like 30, 40 laps shorter than last year because there were so many slow zones and safety cars, right? I'm in no way an expert in Le Mans. So if you're watching or listening and you're like, uh, actually, uh, it was only 32 less laps than last year. I don't care. I literally don't care. Um, so, yeah, again, yeah, I might be wrong on this because it was a while since I read it. So I could have misconstrued some information. But the, the track is split into three. Yep. And they have like a safety car for each section because it's so long. It's massive, so they yeah. Safety, yeah. But what they did this time to maybe spice up the race and add some drama was only have one safety car and bunch up the field, which lengthened the late, uh, lengthened or shortened the race, as you said. Yeah. And I think that caused a bit of controversy because they're like, look, you're trying to add drama where drama yeah. isn't needed. I believe somebody called it Americanized. Okay. I believe I can't remember who said that it was Americanized, but somebody did say that. Um and I don't know. I've I have i have not really watched that much the Mon, to be honest with you. I watched no. the start. I watched the start, thought that was great, saw Jack Aitken crash <laughs> and th- and then ducked out really after after it all got going again. Yeah, there is uh there are some good highlights on the WC YouTube channel if you want to mm. have a look. But um Yep, fair play to Ferrari. Well done. Hats off.